0: hello everyone welcome to the make it known with mal community you're listening to make it known with mal i'm super happy that you're joining us i'm mallory a graduate student jesus loving liberty loving world traveling girly girl with a passion for people i believe everyone has a unique and interesting story that has a message to help someone else so have a conversation with me and make yours known Hello, everyone. It's Mal and you're listening to make it known with Mal. I'm your host Mal. Ah. Okay, so today I have a very special guest with me. Um, This is my really good friend, Jessie. She is the National Committee Chairwoman for the Young Republican Federation of Virginia. So she is going to have a lot to say about politics, about being involved, about campaigning. She also has a business that she's going to talk about. So I'm just really excited for this podcast. This uh, interview is going to be amazing so without further ado here is Jesse Jesse just tell us like who you are and, like what you do
1: hey Mel um, so I'm Jesse Rappeljay. I'm the National Committee woman for the Young Republicans Federation of Virginia so I do a lot of basically um, free political work <laughs> 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 so I like to tell people that I have a normal job that's like eight to five and then the rest of my life is uh, campaigns and I do that for free because I'm a crazy person um, <laughs> so so uh, Part of what the Young Republicans is, it's a, it's a young professionals network, so um, 18 to 40 years old, anybody can join. Um, so we have lots of outreach events. Um, we help people get involved in the political process, um, in the Republican Party, hooked up to campaigns. Um, it's a great network for people who are looking to work in politics, but also just for people who are interested in getting involved in their communities and, and learning what's going on, what kind of policies. Um, so I do that. I do a lot of, um, I support a lot of Republican candidates. So we do, um, we knock doors, we make phone calls, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and then, um, just kind of general being a resource to people as they're trying to get involved and to candidates, um, who need to kind of learn the party structure or whatever that may be. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I do.
0: Okay, great. Um, so we actually met in school and I was telling her about how much I like politics and political stuff and she's like oh I know something you'd like to be involved in and um so yeah that's kind of how we met so tell us I guess how you got involved I guess and like um if someone is interested in getting involved in their local one or anything like that just talk about that
1: yeah, so um, I joke with most people that I know that uh, at some point everyone I'm friends with has gotten the Young Republicans pitch, and i probably force them to go to a meeting, um, even if they're not Republicans. I, I, whatever. Um, so, uh, But if anyone's looking to get involved, the best way to get linked up to your um, local chapter is to go on the Facebook page, uh, Young Republican Federation of Virginia, um, and then that's like the whole statewide chapter, so from there, somebody will message you and let you know how to get involved with your local um, group, and then, I mean, there's also a website, but most people just use social media, so it's probably easier to do that, (laughs) (laughs) but um, the way that I got involved was actually through Thomas Turner, who is our current state chairman, who is fantastic, we love Thomas, so I walked into my local um, city committee, so the Republican Party has basically like kind of a structure where they, it starts at like the local level and then it goes up to like the, the congressional district and then to the state. So um, at my local uh, Chesapeake GOP meeting, I went in and I was about to sit down and Thomas who was visiting that night uh, was like, oh, you look like you're under 40. Congratulations, (laughs) you're a member of the Young Republicans now. (laughs) Um, And uh, I didn't really know what that was and I didn't know what I had joined and I didn't really get, I just got a, a slipped, kind of put in my face, and he was like, okay, just sign this. Someone's already paid your dues. Don't worry about it. And then he walked up to, I think, State Senator John Cosgrove and said, we have a new member. Can I have $15 for dues? Oh, wow. (laughs) And um, that's how I got involved, and then I guess I was involved. So I started going to their meetings
0: because I got signed up. (laughs) I do not know that happened, and that's really funny, and I definitely see Thomas doing that. Um, so a side note, I mean, he just walks up to a senator, like, if you get involved in these things, you'll be, uh, for lack of a better word, hobnobbing with really important people. Um, so as, uh, okay, so we're, so I put the world into two people, people who really care about politics and then people who are kind of like, eh, and I feel like that's kind of how it is. You either really, really care or you're just like, eh. Or, I mean, there's a few people who are like, yeah, I'll vote. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like there's people who care and people who don't. Yeah. So for people who don't, um, what, are, what is some advice, to, or people who did not before but now want to, that's what I'm trying to say. So for people who did not before and they now want to, what are some advice, what's some advice, what do you think they should do, where should they start to get involved?
1: Yeah. So actually, that's something that um, has been kind of coming up a lot with um, different meetings that I've been at in all around Virginia so far this year. So a lot of people who um, I would say probably didn't turn out to vote in 2019, unfortunately, um, Mm -hmm. or who have not been um, super active or super informed in politics in Virginia, um, kind of the we lost the state house and senate uh, majority Mm -hmm. that the republicans had for a long time Mm -hmm. and after that uh the democratic party immediately started trying to push through a lot of legislation that is pretty controversial
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um specifically a lot of it was around the second amendment and so i've uh, met a lot of people who are showing up to their local committee meetings to um, their city council meetings to young republicans meetings because they just all of a sudden kind of woke up and said, oh my gosh, what's going on, I need to get involved, um, which is fantastic and it's really great to see a bunch of enthusiasm. Um, I was up in Richmond um, when they had their um, the Second Amendment Lobby Day on um, Martin Luther King Day And there was probably around, I think the final count was like 25,000 people. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that many. Yeah, yeah. There was a huge amount of people. Wow, Um, that's
0: good. Really,
1: really an awesome crowd. Everybody there was super friendly. Um, But, yeah, so there's lots of great ways to get involved. If there's a particular issue that you care about, um, the legislative session in Virginia is still going on through um, March 7th. So because we're a part-time legislature, uh, we either meet the state legislature either meets for 30 or 60 days, and this year it's 60 days, so it's going on through March, so um, definitely still a good time to talk to one of your legislators if, you, if there's a particular issue or a particular bill that you're really concerned about. Um, either call them on the phone, shoot them an email, go to Richmond, uh, whatever works, um, and then also, if you're interested in kind of getting involved for the long term, which I would heavily recommend, um, one of the best ways to do that is to get involved in your local unit. So, um, whether that be, uh, hopefully you're a Republican. <laughs> uh, this, I'm going to, I'm going to assume <laughs> that the wonderful people listening to your podcast, Mal, uh, want to get involved in the Republican party. I, I'd, I'd probably say a good chunk of them. Okay. Do. Well, if, if you don't, the process is probably the same. <laughs> no, it's the same on the other side. But, um, so what you can do is you can look up, uh, your city should have a Republican party, so it should have like a local unit. Generally, they meet once a month, although I know Virginia Beach has a weekly breakfast um, and Norfolk also has pretty regular events as well that are kind of more social. Um, so you can look them up on Facebook or on the website if you're interested um, RPV.GOP I think is the Republican Party of Virginia's website and they can they link to all the local units as well. Um, so find your local unit, go to a meeting. Sometimes they're boring and hard to sit through, but if you meet people, that's like the more important and more valuable. I mean, it's it's definitely valuable to get involved in the party structure, but it can be a little bit daunting. It's a lot easier if you can find people that you connect with and you like um, to do events with. And then if you're under 40, the Young Republicans is probably the best way to get involved because we're a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can confirm. Um, Oh, I had another question. Um, This is unprofessional. Um, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can fix this in post. Um, So, oh man, I really forgot what I was going to say. Let's pause it for two seconds. Okay, so we're back. Sorry, a weird technical difficulty, uh, but we're back. So one thing I did want to talk about, and I talked about this with my interview with someone else, and I don't know if it'll be posted before or after, is talking about how important your local elections are. I think we forget because, I mean, the president is super important. I'm not diminishing the role of the president, but the president, especially the last presidential election we had, was so big and um, bold and... Saucy and everybody (laughs) had tons of opinions.
1: Exciting.
0: It was exciting. Um, and I think we forget that. Oh wait, there's like local elections, like your governor, your state rep. Like these positions are very, very important. And realistically, they are the ones that affect you the most. The things that are going on in school board, the things that are going on in um your house of delegates. Like those are what are really effective. So. Jesse, can you just talk a little bit about that? Because I also think some people don't know what that is. Like, um, Some people don't know that we have basically the same thing that's in D.C., but here. And everyone has it in their state. So, yeah, just talk about that for a second.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, basically the, the way that our awesome republic works is that we have uh, a federal government, federal legislature, an executive, uh, but we also have everything down to the local level. Um, so one of the things that I really love to see people get engaged with, um, and I'm, it's one of my favorite things to be involved in, honestly, is um, politics at the state level. Um, so in Virginia, we have a House of Delegates and a state senate um, that are kind of our legislative body. Um, and then we have um, obviously the governor um, and we have either school board or we have school board everywhere, but we have either city council or board of supervisors, um, depending on what kind of city or county that you're in. So in Chesapeake, which is where I live, um, we have actually May elections for our local elections. So we've got um, several um, candidates that are endorsed by the Republican Party that we're helping to campaign for for city council. Uh, Two of them are incumbents. One of them is a newcomer. So we're really excited to have a fantastic slate of candidates for that. And then we also have a fantastic um, school board, full slate of candidates. Um, So that's really exciting. Um, My local young Republicans chapter is actually going to be hosting um, a deployment. So we're going to have a bunch of young Republicans come in and help um, knock on doors for those candidates and everything like that before the May election. Um, So that's going to be on April 18th. And then we also are having a fundraiser for our school board candidates the the same day, Uh, because a lot of the times in those local races, um, the candidates don't get as much attention. Uh, It's harder for them to raise money. It's harder for them to kind of get resources to run their campaigns. So we're really excited to have that, and that's going to be supported by the Young Republicans um, locally and then also at the state level. Hopefully we might have some participation from out of state as well, so that would be really cool. Um, But then the other thing, uh, well, so the other thing is that a lot of people are hitting on is the legislation that's actually being passed through in our state government in Richmond. So in um, next year... Every, every two years we have elections for the House of Delegates um, and for, for statewide, and we also will have a governor's election next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so while not a lot of candidates have started campaigning yet, um, as we get closer to November and then after November, we're going to start seeing a lot more um, kind of momentum behind people running for House of Delegates, for state senate, for, um, for governor, because um, our state legislative elections are going to be next year as well. So that's um exciting news if you are concerned about the direction that Virginia is currently going in. And you should be. And you should be. <laughs> uh it is a good opportunity to kind of reverse that. But then the last thing is a lot of people don't realize that there are also interparty elections. So while this is not for someone who directly um represents you or um deals with legislation, uh this is for who controls your political party. Um, and who kind of sets the strategic vision for your political party. So that can be extremely important as well, and it's not something that a lot of people know about. Um, So every two years, uh, the Republican Party of Virginia has kind of a reorganization. So everything from your local city unit up to um, your state uh, party chairman and uh, your state national committee man and national committee woman who represent you to national, so that would be my counterparts in the RPV, um every all of those positions are all reelected. So, um wow, I is, did not know that. Yeah, very few people do. Um it's kind of uh, not very many people know the actual party structure of the Republican Party and how people get the positions that they have, but it's super important. And the other really cool thing is that you don't have to be currently a member of the Republican Party of Virginia to do it. What you have to do to participate is basically be a Republican. So you'll have to, you basically sign, I'm going to support the Republican nominees for whatever, um, and you have to show up to a mass meeting. So your city committees should have mass meetings in the next couple months. Um, most of the district committees, so I'm in the third congressional district, so the third congressional district committee's meeting is in, oh gosh, I should know the date for this. It's in mid-May, I think. <laughs> I can figure it out, but I'll find out for you. But um, Uh, All that information is on the RPV website as well, so you can actually go on there and figure out when your local committee's uh, mass meeting is, when your district committee's mass meeting is, and then when um, RPV's um, convention is. And all of those, you can actually sign up to be a delegate to go vote, Um, so you can choose who your party leadership is, which is super important, um, especially if you are concerned about the direction of Virginia and want to actually win elections going forward.
0: Wow, okay, so I did not know that. That is very good information, and that is partially what this podcast is about, like learning new things. Um, Wow, okay, so do Democrats and Libertarians and everybody else, they have that same structure within their party, or is it just... Okay. Yeah, so um, every
1: political party has, I'm not sure about the Libertarians, they're a little weird, but Yeah. uh,
0: No offense to the Libertarians out there, the ones that are listening. No offense to the Libertarians, but your party I don't
1: know, your party is a little disorganized, I'm sorry. Uh, But no, the Democrats also have this. I'm not sure what their time frame is, if they do it on the same, I would assume they do it relatively close to the same time frame. Um, But essentially there is a process by which you can either run for a party office or you vote for a party office Um, and if you're a part of a political party or you want to be part of a political party you should definitely find out um, what the process is to vote for that and you should definitely participate and be a delegate because that is how you pick who sets the direction of your political party that influences um who in your state gets money um, what candidates are supported um, for, through fundraising or um, grassroots efforts, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it, it can really control a lot as far as what elections um, get priority, but then also what your state's party platform is. It can also, you know, for instance, we're going to be electing a national committee man, a national committee woman, and our chair, and those people um, help determine what the Republican Party platform is nationally as well
0: okay Wow all right so that's good to know um, so one thing I will do is put um, the websites Jesse has talked about and I guess her contact information too in the show notes and then on the Facebook page and on the Instagram too so if you do want more information because things like the this um, are very important and if you are interested in doing something if you are interested in making a change, this is how you do it. This is how you get involved. Especially here in Virginia, we have quite a fight ahead of us. Um a, I forgot who or where I was. Um and I someone just made a point or their thing was we're all we were all sleeping and no one realized what was happening. And then when, you know, the election happened and the it flipped over to blue, everybody's, "Oh wait, oh no." But, you know, we were, no one did anything. We were, not all of us. Some of us actually went out and voted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's not. (laughs) Some of us. And those of us that did, it is not our fault. But those that that did not, this is your chance to make the change this time. And to somehow just get involved however you can. Um, So I'm going to kind of, same topic, but um, different question. So voting. Voting is very important. That's something we've talked about already. How do you decide what to vote for? I asked the other person I had on. Um, once again, I don't know if that's before or after this, but because um, these are being all recorded, jumbled. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm asking you, too. So what is your opinion on um, being a one-issue voter or a encompassing voter? Um, what is your two, lesser of two evils opinion? And things like that. Okay, so... Um
1: this tends to be a pretty controversial topic, but I have very strong opinions on this. So.
0: Magnificent.
1: <laughs> so um, I am a partisan hack. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's very important to support candidates um, who really represent your ideology. Um, and the best way to do that is to really spend a lot of time doing research on candidates. And specifically, um, if you want candidates who you think represent you... Participate in primaries. A lot of people mm. don't participate in primaries. That's where we see um, a lot of like the heavily invested, very, very partisan voters. But quite honestly, even if you're not a super partisan, um, really look into the candidates that are running in primaries for, for both parties. And in Virginia, um, specifically, we have we're an open primary state. So basically what that means is when there is a political primary, you can choose to vote in either the Democratic or the Republican primary. You can't vote in both. Um, but you can choose to vote in one or the other. You don't have to register in one party or the other, so you can, you could pick to vote in the Republican primary this year and the Democratic primary next year if you wanted to. Um, but uh, really seriously consider um, voting in your primary elections, so that gives you the opportunity to look at candidates. Um, you know, For instance, you might be a Republican. Um, you might have particular issues that you care about more than others. Um, for instance, you might care about economic issues more than social issues or something like that, or vice versa and it's a good opportunity to find a candidate that aligns with you um, or at least aligns with your priorities and then and support them um, I would encourage you to support your party's nominee after the primary even if it's not the one that you voted for um, so I think I've seen this a lot with some of the folks that are really um, engaged around the Second Amendment issue this year um, and I think that it is it, it's important obviously an extremely important issue it's one of my top issues so I, it's really important to me to vote for candidates who are um, strongly supportive of protecting the second amendment um, but with that said um, i am concerned with the trend that i've seen some people who are willing to basically um, try to get republicans voted out of office because um, they were not as um, not quite as supportive as you know, somebody had wished or, um, maybe compromised on something to get a win somewhere else. Um, and I would caution people very heavily, um, against being purists. Um, for me, if I can agree with a candidate 80%, I'm willing to compromise on the other 20% because I would rather have someone who at the end of the day will listen to my opinion and will, you know, eight times out of 10 agree, or Mm -hmm. at least agree Somewhat um, and will support me partially than have someone who will completely stonewall me, not care about my opinion, and vote against my interests. Um, And so I would caution people like, people tend to get, if if you have one issue that you really, really care about and you're really passionate about, people tend to become purists with that issue Mm -hmm. where they'll say, you know, if this candidate doesn't agree with me on this issue 100% of the time, I'm not going to support them, I won't go out and vote for them, I won't, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, I think it's more important that you have somebody who's in your corner who will listen to you and that you can lobby and you can talk to than to have someone who you know 100% won't agree with you um, and won't even talk to you. Like It's doing your philosophy a disservice to pick someone who will not be an ally, yeah. even, if it's some, even if the person who is your ally is, maybe doesn't always agree with you. Because um, I know for me, when I go speak to a Republican legislator... Even if they don't agree with me a hundred percent, even if we differ on a bill or on an issue, they'll listen to my opinion and they care about it. If I go try to talk to my democratic representatives, they won't even give me the time of day. you yeah. know, so they're not like they're not interested in even knowing why we disagree yeah mm.
0: okay, thank you um another th- so the next question is um lesser of two evils, what do you think about that when it comes to? Um, Democrat versus Republican candidates. So I know I'll just use the example of last election. Um, right. a lot of people voted um f- against Donald Trump or against Hillary mm-hmm. instead of for Donald Trump or for Hillary. Um, what is your opinion on lesser of two evils? Do you think I had um I had this philosophy, and honestly, going into this next election, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it. But I had this philosophy that no matter what, I'm going to vote for. Whoever my conscience tells me to and whether that person's going to win or not does not matter. I'm just going to vote with my conscience. So, um, you know, if that was my philosophy, you can guess who I voted for. I will not say, but (laughs) you can take an educated guess. But I don't know if I'm going to have that same philosophy um, going into this next election. So just what's your opinion on that? Um, Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So, um, again, I think it comes back to, um,
1: would you rather have someone who you agree with 80% or someone who you agree with 0%? Um, I would always rather have somebody that I at least partially agree with. Um, So, for me, and the other thing is, you know, a lot of people, I voted for Trump in the last election. I will (laughs) happily say that. I'm sure pretty much everyone who knows me knows that that's the case. And I will do so again because... Yeah. Trump trainer or bust. Um, but, no. Um, but, so, I think that a lot of people did vote for or against a candidate to vote against the other candidate. Yeah. Um, and, to a certain degree, I would say that a lot of people who voted for Trump, myself included, really didn't know that he was going to win. We're not certain that he was going to win. So, I think that if there's someone that you really strongly believe in as a candidate, um, I would not be as concerned or be as turned off by, you know, I don't think they're going to win, so I'm not going to vote for them. Um, I think that it's important to support the candidate that you that you really do believe in. Um, that being said, I'm always going to vote for the Republican. <laughs> and it's probably more useful if it's someone who's in one of the two major <laughs> political parties in this country. But <laughs> that is, of course, a personal decision. <laughs>
0: Okay, I just wanted your opinion <laughs> on that. Um, um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, young Republican wise or anything election? Um, anything like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, so the one thing that I would say is if you want to, um, if you want to really be influential, um, in politics, and by that I mean um, influence what goes on, the policies that are made in your state, um one of the best ways you can do that is to be involved in a political party um, because it gives you um, a lot of ability to build relationships um, with people who are making those decisions and passing that legislation, Um, and it gives you access to that process and resources to understand that process in a way that a lot of people don't realize. So, for instance... um, Like I've really enjoyed being involved in the Young Republicans. We're kind of in Virginia known as the workhorse of the party. We did um, way over 50,000 voter contacts in the 2019 election cycle. We hosted a bunch of events, um, a bunch of different education, uh, fundraisers, different things like that. So all kinds of different activities. But um, what that got us was that allowed people, uh, you know, a lot of people think that money controls politics. And to a certain degree, um, it kind of does to a little bit. I mean, you need to have money to run for office.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but more so than that, um, people are influenced by those around them. So if you want to um, get to know your state legislators or your federal legislators, the best way to do that is to get involved in a campaign. Um, and so being involved in a political party has allowed me to uh, get face time with a lot of incumbent politicians, um, with a lot of legislators, Um, I have good personal relationships with a lot of the Republican incumbents um, statewide, just because um, we've been involved in their campaigns, we've helped them, we've, you know, hosted fundraisers for them, we've invited them to speak at socials, different stuff like that, and it's really um, an opportunity to see things from a completely different perspective, um, and I've really... Uh, it's something that I didn't expect coming into this, but it's it's one thing where when I hear people talk about um, their representatives, a lot of times people talk about their representatives as if they're someone who's far away and not very accessible. Um, but to be honest, especially your statewide legislators, but your federal legislators as well, um, they're really accessible. You can go talk to them. I pretty regularly will go out and get drinks with them or we'll go have dinner with them or we'll see them at an event probably at least once a week just because I'm involved in groups that they're involved in um, and that's a great opportunity because then you get to you get to hear what they're up to when they're in legislative session you get to hear what bills they're lo- working on you get to if there's a certain bill that you want them to carry you have that relationship and you can talk to them and say hey I care about this issue would you consider carrying a bill for me um, so definitely like if you want to be involved in your political process the best way to do that is uh, seriously find your political party, get involved in it, and meet your, your representatives, because it's it's honestly a lot easier than people think it is.
0: OK, great. Thank you. I, while you were speaking, I thought of another question. Um, so you we've talked a lot about what to do when you care about politics, what to do when you care about what's going on. What is your advice for people who do not care, like talking to them about it? We're trying to get them to care. Let's say you have a cousin that is like, "Oh, uh, politics or like um, you know, very popular and I'm not saying this is necessarily wrong, but it's all in God's hands. Like why vote? Like how do you talk to people like that?"
1: Yeah, I mean, I've heard that a lot um from different people um and that's <laughs> Uh, I don't think they like me very much. (laughs) At least, um, yeah. Uh, But no, I. so I. it's hard. Um, Honestly, the best way for people to get engaged in politics or for people to be motivated to get engaged in politics is for there to be some sort of drastic issue that they care about a lot and for them to see a noticeable change in that. A lot of times, if people are kind of okay with the status quo they're not going to um, spend time to figure out whether or not anything is wrong um, unless something goes drastically wrong that affects their everyday life, that they're super noticed. And then, you know, maybe they'll go out and figure out what's going on. Um, but I think really local issues are things that we can engage people on a lot. So for instance, um, if you're talking to a parent, um, a lot of times that parent is probably going to care about the quality of school that their kid goes to um or care about the different educational opportunities or you know extracurriculars or whatever uh, resources that are available to their kid um so a lot of times um, if i'm talking to someone who maybe doesn't care but if they have a family uh, that's something they'll probably care about Um, if you're talking to a young professional uh, they probably care about the ability to find a good job they might care about student loan debt Um, they might care about um you know military issues in this area specifically because a lot of, a lot of younger people in this area are military. Mm-hmm. So um, I think just being able to talk about those kind of kitchen table issues, things that really affect people's everyday lives, um, because honestly, if it's something that you can't connect to someone's everyday life um, and they're not engaged in politics, there's no reason for them to really want to get involved because there's there's just no motivation. You know they they might not really want to spend a lot of extra time on you know whether or not there's a border wall when they live in virginia and they're worried about getting their kids to soccer practice yeah. like it's not that might not be their issue yeah but yeah. you know but their issue might be um whether or not you know their elementary school is big enough or whatever you yeah know? so yeah. it's it's those local issues that if you can connect people to those um it can help maybe bridge the gap there
0: okay Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um so we're going to transition to the other topic that she's going to talk about. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm the sponsor, Mallory, also known as Mal. So, um if you are really liking these podcasts, um if you are like, wow, Mal, I just love hearing you speak. I love these guests. I'm learning so much. There is a Patreon. Yes, a Patreon to support me. There is a $2 option. And the $2 option is like, hey, Mal, I like you. Here's $2. There is a $5 option that's like, oh, I love the podcast. Um, wow, this is just so amazing. And then there's a $10 option that Woo. is just like, oh, Mal, I want to see you grow. Like, I want you to have better sound equipment. I want you to have to fly, you know, Joe Rogan and I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's a funny thought, Joe Rogan being online. Anyway, um. If you do fly him in, let me know. Yeah. Oh. Um. If I could fly Joe Rogan, and I will let everyone know. Do not worry about that. Um, the whole world would know. Um. But yeah. So those are just the options. The Patreon. Um. Two, five, and ten dollars. Any support is welcome. Also, another way you can support is um. I have a thread list, and it's life is now, pal. and then you click, and the brand is Make It Known with Mal. So there's gonna be, um. Water bottles, stickers, t shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, um, countless items. If you just like the logo or if you just want to support in any way, you can support those. Are one time payments, it gets shipped and sent right to you. And if you do do that, make sure you take a picture of it, post it, and tag, um, make it known with mal or even Life is Mao Okay, thank you for listening to our sponsors. Now back to the regularly scheduled program, okay, Jesse. <laughs> Tell us about your business.
1: Um, yeah, so I am working on a startup. Uh, it's called Blakely Development Corporation, BDC, um, with a couple other people, actually, who I met through Young Republicans. Um, so there's
0: good networking opportunity for those interested
1: fantastic networking opportunity (laughs) fantastic professional development opportunities really highly recommend join the young republicans (laughs) Um, but um, so we're doing we're doing a lot of uh, different projects right now Um, kind of two different sides to it we have kind of a corporate side um, that does a lot of business continuity um, business development marketing things like that so we've got some cool projects going on over there um, but then we're also uh, we have political side BDC red um, and so through that we're actually working with the young Republicans Federation of Virginia and the National Young Republicans Federation um, so we're doing um, some fundraising we're doing some um, strategic uh, campaign planning things like that um, and we're also doing um, some data management program management uh, that we're working with them on so pretty exciting I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, so we're actually for the Young Republicans Federation of Virginia uh, we are working on a Second Amendment-based uh, campaign to kind of raise awareness around that issue, um, also a fundraising opportunity for the Young Republicans. So that's pretty cool, and that's going to launch soon. So if it has launched before this goes out, I'll send you the information about that. Otherwise, people can stay tuned on the YRFE page for uh, that, which is it's going to be great. I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, and then we've also um, got some candidates that we're working with um, and some other um, kind of packs for fundraising that we're um, working with to do, um, like I said, campaign strategy, uh, fundraising, data management um, to kind of, the goal is basically to be able to kind of centralize all the things that people need to make campaigns function, whether or not that be um, digital, uh, communications, fundraising, whatever, um, and kind of give a central toolkit to people um, for project management to kind of optimize that um, and use their data to its best purpose. So I'm really excited about it.
0: Wow. That's really cool. You said a lot of things right there. Um, that's super cool. <laughs> yeah, sorry if that was kind of rambling, but, you know. No, 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 you weren't rambling. It was just like, wow, that's, you guys are going to do a lot. Like, that. that's really exciting. So what are some things that, what does it take to do a startup? Like, um, you don't have to get into all the details, but, like, you know, um, do you have to, like, registering uh, with the your state, things like that?
1: Yeah, so obviously there's a lot of, um, you know, legal stuff that you have to do to make sure your business is registered. Um, We went through a startup platform called Gust Launch. So it basically helps you go through all the legal and, like, financial processes of doing that. Um, So that was really helpful. Um, But I think the biggest thing um, with with a startup is, one, having a good team of people. So, you know, the group that I've been working with, um, they're all really, really good at what they do. Um, so having a group of people who's one, really committed to the vision, um, but also willing to put in a lot of time and effort um, because quite honestly, like it's, it's, a, it's a lot of moving pieces all at once um, and it's also kind of a big lift to start from nothing and kind of build new stuff. So um, I think a lot of it is just commitment and having a team that you can kind of depend on um, and knowing you know, what each other's strengths and weaknesses are being able to kind of figure out where that fits together, um, as you build new projects and add, add on different pieces.
0: Okay. So my next question for you is how did you want to get involved with this, um, particular startup and entrepreneurialism, all that stuff? Um,
1: yeah. So, um, A lot of so our board is uh, four people who are all young republicans um, and part of what we wanted to do was kind of leverage our professional skills um, to get more involved in the political world um, but also in business so um, we kind of uh, jack who's the ceo was kind of originally the one who came up with the concept Um, he kind of pitched the rest of us on it and that was something that i was pretty excited about and then um, so i already knew john who's our cso and then um, i met nikki through this process and she's our cto And so as I got to know them more as well, um, I kind of felt like we were a really good fit um, and we all kind of really believed in uh, the vision of what we were doing and had really complementary skill sets. Um, So it was pretty exciting uh, to kind of kick that off and start working in that direction. And we've kind of seen a lot of growth since we started. Um, We're still kind of getting everything off the ground, but definitely a lot of really exciting projects that we're working on and I'm excited to see where it goes.
0: Oh, that's so great. (laughs) Good answer, good answer. Um, Yeah, I, for those that don't know, I have a side business. I make jewelry, um, and I have a website, www.shopthepinkrose.com. Go there. It's great. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) The link will be in the show notes as well as all over social media. Anyway, my whole point in saying that is um, starting businesses and uh, starting a startup like theirs is – way more complicated way more advanced than starting a, a nice cute little jewelry store because you like to make jewelry but my whole point is doing something like that is um it takes time it takes effort it's hard work but it's also very rewarding like it's also really cool to see um for me specifically like my product on someone and they go oh that's so i love this that's so cute Mal. like that's great and i'm sure um, the successes that you guys have and you will have had and you will have are um, it probably feels amazing to see them. So if you're out there and you're thinking about starting one, um, a startup or a you know a side business or something like that, I would encourage you to go for it and I'd encourage you, this is just a side note. now I'm kind of going off the rails, but you know that's why you have a podcast so you can just talk. Um, but um, I would encourage you just to do it and if it's a blog if it's a YouTube channel whether it's this big production with all the lights and glam or a startup and you know two people I think you should just go for it and do your best put forth your best effort because it's never going to be perfect so if you want to start a podcast if you want to start a blog if you want to start a jewelry business anything like that just go and just do it Like, don't worry about whether it's going to be 100% perfect, because you'll never be perfect. And if you're waiting for it to be perfect, then you're not going to start. What's important is just going out there and starting. And like she said, a team is really important, too. Having a good team. Um, Some of, you know, like jewelry business, obviously, I don't really need a team. But a startup, um, if you want to, you know, have a... I'm um, a lawn mowing service or something, a babysitter's <laughs> club, something like that. You need a team. So having a good team and having good people on your side is important as well. Okay. Yeah, over. yeah. I think one of the
1: things that you said was um, how kind of rewarding it is to see your projects kind of come to fruition, even if it's small steps. So one of the things that um, we've put out recently uh, is we're actually working on a podcast uh, with one of our clients. So right. the podcast is called behind the curtain of healthcare and so that's really exciting so that check it out check it out um that along with some of our other um kind of projects that are getting off the ground it's been definitely i'd say the most rewarding part of this um this process is to kind of see some of those projects really start up and kind of kick off so yeah but behind the curtain of healthcare check it out it's pretty cool
0: (laughs) okay that's cool that's really cool yay okay um is there anything else you want to share with us um any events for young republicans or um your startup that you need to let us know about i'll also anything she talks about i will have in the show notes and i'll have on social media for you to mm-hmm. connect it i will also have a um, link for you to register to vote if you have not vote if you are not registered if you are 18 and older you need to vote 2020 um is 100 years making that women were allowed to vote. So, as a woman, you need to vote. As a minority, you need to vote. As a person whose ancestors were not filthy rich, you need to vote. Because a lot of people have died and worked hard for you to have the ability to vote. Whether you care about voting for the president or not, you should vote for your local elections. Um, With that being said, Jesse, is there anything else you want to (laughs) add?
1: No, uh, I mean, well, I mean, that was a great uh, wrap up. So <laughs> as far as BDC, um, the information for that will be in Mallory's description. Um, as far as Young Republicans, um, the another a cool event in the Hampton Roads area, if you're in the region uh, of Virginia, will be on March 17th uh, at 7 p.m. The Western Tidewater Young Republicans are hosting a voter registration training session. Oh. So if you are not only interested in registering to vote, but interested in um, helping to register other people to vote. Um, you can actually become a third-party voter registrar through the state of Virginia. It's a pretty quick process. It takes about um, like a half an hour. You um, read through some information about uh, the process, voter registrar's office and things like that. Um, you have to take a test, um, but it's, it's relatively simple, and then actually you um, are qualified to help register other people to vote. So... Um, If you would like to come to that, I will um, give the information to Mallory, but it's going to be March 17th at 7 p.m. at the Military Relocation Center in Chesapeake. Um, And then we also have, um, for YRFE our statewide deployment to uh, Chesapeake as well uh, to support some of our local elections. We'll also be in Lynchburg. So Lynchburg deployment will be on April 4th. Um, and then the Chesapeake deployment for um, school board and city council will be on April 18th. And both of those are to support our Republican candidates in May elections. Uh, we'll also have a fundraiser on the 18th as well. Um, so if you're interested in either of those, feel free to get in contact with me or um, check out the Young Republicans Federation of Virginia page, uh, because all that information will be up there as well.
0: Okay, awesome. So the very last section of Make It Known With Mal is I have everyone who... Um, speaks you have a chance to if there's one thing you want the world to know that you want made known um, this is your chance say whatever you want to say it could be any topic it doesn't have to be about anything we talked about or it can be just whatever's important to you if you can make something known now is the time um,
1: okay so my general go to is that politics is a lot easier to be involved in and to influence than people think it is um, but it takes you getting off the couch and um, figuring out how to get involved in your local process. So whatever, wherever you are, whatever that is, it is not hard to get involved in your local process. And if you do so, it is not hard to get face time with your legislators. Um, so make sure that if there is anything that you care about in your area, um, that you figure out how to get involved. You learn the process. Um, you learn how to participate in the process. Uh, and then you advocate for what you believe in. Um, this is really uh, it's a lot easier than people think it is. A lot more people could do it if they wanted to, um, and it's something that I love to see people get passionate about and get involved in.
0: Okay, yay. Thank you so much, Jessie. Um, all the information that she gave us that you guys will be interested in will be in show notes and all over social media. Just a reminder, thank you so much for listening to Make It Known with Mal. I will, well, you will hear me later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Make It Known with Mal. I'd like to continue this conversation on Instagram and Facebook. So make sure you're following Make It Known with Mal on Instagram and you like Make It Known with Mal on Facebook. Also, make sure you subscribe, rate, and comment. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Also, subscribe to Life is Mao Powell on YouTube. Follow at Life is Mav on Instagram, and you can even follow my jewelry store at Girls and my travel blog at Wanderlust and Carpe Diem. If you would like to support, consider becoming a Patreon. The link will be in the description. Also, I have really cute merch, and that link will be in the description as well. Okay, my peeps, have a blessed rest of your day.